You're listening to the First Baptist Church of America's podcast. If you have any questions about our church, check us out online at fbcamericas.org. This week, our Minister of Education, Rusty Malden, is going to open up for us how God speaks today. Or how does God speak today? And so we're going to look at that. God is continually speaking his will to people. Of course, there are people who doubt that God speaks at all to people today. The story is told that Joan of Arc is a simple peasant girl. She got a French army commander to arrange a meeting between her and King Charles VII. When she told the king that voices were telling her that she was supposed to take control or to lead the armies, the king replied that God, if God had a word for France, it should come to him as king and as leader. Joan of Arc replied, the voices did come to him, but he didn't hear them because he wasn't praying and he wasn't listening. So let's make sure today that we aren't not hearing the voice of God because he is speaking. He's speaking today to his people. He's speaking to the lost. The question is, are we going to listen and are we going to do what he says? So let's look at a few ways that God speaks today. First of all, he speaks through history. As a noted historian said, history is a voice forever sounding across the centuries the laws of right and wrong. History speaks. Thomas Arnold reviewed the downfall of the great world empires of the past and he summed them up by saying, down they came one after another and all for the lack of righteousness. They weren't listening to God and following God's will. They turned to themselves. God controls the universe by physical and moral laws. Military rulers, unjust, greedy, selfish people may appear to be successful for a time, but they soon perish. God has a universal law. Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And I think the same is true of countries, not just individuals. Uh, God speaks through history because no nation or individual can permanently endure who defies God uh, and his law. And as we approach July the 4th next week and we think about this country and our founding and we realize how far our country has slidden and turned away from God in so many ways, it makes us wonder how much longer will God be patient with us as well. The Old Testament is just a story of a cycle. If you read it, the children of Israel turned to God and said, God will follow you. And God said, okay, and God blessed them. And then they would turn away from him and not listen to him and not do the things that he told them to do and they would end up in captivity or something would happen 
and they would be in captivity for a while. And then they would call out to God again, help us, help us, and he would send a prophet or a leader to save them. And they would turn back to their own ways after a while. They would serve God for a while, turn back to their own ways. And it's an endless cycle. It goes over and over and over. History is God speaking. God does speak to us through history. If we look back over these things, we can see how God was speaking. Another way that God speaks is through nature. In the passage that was read, Psalm 19, verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. You can look up into the sky and see God speaking. Or you can look out into nature and see God speaking. The story is told of a Frenchman who had uh, incurred the displeasure of Napoleon. He was cast into a dungeon. He was all alone. He became despondent and he wrote on his cell, nobody cares. Well, after a while, a small green shoot came up through a crack in the floor of, the, of his cell. And he started sharing some of the water, the daily water rations they would give him. He'd give a little bit to the plant. And the plant grew and started growing toward the single window in the cell there. And then one day he woke up and there was a beautiful flower on that plant. And when he looked at that blue flower, he scratched out the word nobody and he changed it to God. And it said, God cares. God had spoken to that man through a flower, through that beautiful blue flower. Just a few weeks ago, Michelle and I took some time to be alone and we rented a cabin up in the North Georgia mountains. And one of the things we enjoyed so much was we laid out on a hillside right in front of that cabin one evening we went out there intentionally a, few, a little while before dusk and we laid there and we watched the stars appear into the sky as it got darker and darker and then you'd see one and then you'd see two and then so many. And it was just a reminder that God loves us. He's in control. God created all of that. I don't know how you could see all of that and not realize that God speaks to us through nature. Another way that God speaks is through our conscience. God has placed a conscience in every human being. Now, I have known some non-believers that had a very strong moral value. They believe what's right and what's wrong, and we're probably pretty close to what I think is right and wrong, you know? Uh, you would think they were Christians just based on what they thought was right and wrong because God places that moral conviction within us. Uh, but we have to be careful of what is it that's guiding our conscience. Uh, we have to make sure we're guided by God and not the things of this world. And the way that we make sure that we're allowing God to guide our conscience is by reading God's word by praying, by coming together in worship like this, by witnessing to others, and by working for the Lord. We need to be seeking God's will and allow Him to lead us. 
I remember when home computers first came out, there was a saying that went garbage in, garbage out. If whatever you put into that computer, it could only give you back, you know, whatever you put in. And the same thing is true with our minds, with our conscience. If we fill our minds and our conscience with the garbage of this world, then how are we going to follow God's will? We have to be following his will and seeking him. And so if you put good stuff in, then good stuff comes out. And so let's make sure we're filling our mind and our conscience with good things, the things of this world. Another way that God speaks is through people. He speaks through other people to us. Uh, have you ever heard someone say, I'm a Christian today because I saw Christ in another person? Uh, Michelle's testimony is that she did not grow up. Her mother and father didn't take her to church when she was little. They weren't going then. They later did start going and were very active when they passed away. But there was a girl that was her best friend. They had been best friends since kindergarten. Uh, they actually were in each other's wedding. One got married on Saturday, and Michelle and I got married the next Saturday, you know. They've been that close through the years. But this girl was a Christian, and she modeled Christianity to Michelle. And Michelle started going to church with her. Uh, and so she saw Christ in her, and that's how she got started. Proverbs 11.30 says, he that wins souls is wise. You know? He that wins souls is wise. We need to be sharing with others. We need to make sure that we're speaking to other people about God. Allowing God to use us to speak to someone else. Uh, the world should see Jesus in us. Someone said that you are the best Christian that someone knows. Think about that for a minute. If you're here today and you believe in Jesus Christ and you're a Christian and you say, I know I'm a Christian and when I die, I'm going to go to heaven. Think about the fact that there's somebody in the world who is probably looking at you and saying, that's what a Christian is. They are, you are the best Christian that someone knows. So God speaks to the lost through other Christians. In Old Testament times and in the Bible, even in some New Testament times, God spoke directly to the prophets and to the leaders in a verbal voice. Can he do that today? Yes, I believe he can. Does he do that today? I don't think so very, very often. Uh, so God uses these other ways. He speaks to us through other people. But God not only speaks to the lost through other Christians, God also speaks to Christians through other people. Um, Christian friends are oftentimes instrumental in helping us find God's will, especially during those difficult times. When we are facing tragedy, we get that bad medical report. We have a death of a loved one. We're facing financial difficulties. Uh, you know, we're going through a divorce. Uh, 
all of those times in life when life just seems to be turned upside down, oftentimes God sends a Christian friend. He uses other Christians to calm our fears, to help us, to show us that he does care. Think back upon your life for a moment. Who is it in your life that has been that Christian friend or was that Christian friend? Maybe they've gone on to be with the Lord now, but who is that person that was your Christian friend that was there for you? Uh, you know, there's probably a time when you were going through a difficult time and maybe some Christian friend spoke to you and shared something with you and you thought, wow, you know, that's like God was speaking to me. Well, it's not that they are God, it's that they are walking so close with God and allowing God to use them that God gave them the words to say to you. Uh, you know, God uses other people to help us in our times of difficulties, in our times of problems. Another wonderful way that God speaks today is through his holy word, the Bible. Uh, God reveals himself. This is God. The holy word, the Bible, is God's revealing himself to us. Uh, he revealed himself to man the first time by coming to this earth as Jesus Christ and showing himself. But now that Christ has gone on to heaven, he left his word and his Holy Spirit. But we can read his word and, and know and understand. Uh, the Bible is God's word for today and for all generations. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 through 17 says, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it. And how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture is God-breathed. All scripture is helpful for training and teaching us. God speaks to us through his holy word, the Bible. A young man had lost his right arm in battle. He was frightened, depressed, and disturbed as he began his voyage home. On the verge of panic, he was wondering how he could face his family. How would he be able to face the world? How would he be able to make a living? He just couldn't imagine life, how it was gonna be without his arm. And he opened his Bible and God placed these words in front of him. Romans 8, 31. If God be for us, who can be against us? God spoke to the man and said, it's gonna be all right. I'm here, I'm for you, you can depend upon me. Listen to me. 
the Gideons International, of course, do a wonderful job of Bible distribution. And we've heard the stories of the people who were so despondent, didn't know where to turn, what to do. It was in a motel, or they were in a doctor's office, or they were in prison, or, you know, uh, through a school distribution or other places. They saw a Bible. They picked it up. They started reading. And God spoke to them in a powerful way. Many of you today, if we had the time, I could ask you to testify. And you could testify to the times that God spoke to you through his holy word. You were at one of those points where you didn't know where to turn, what to do, where to go. And you picked up God's word and you read it. I'm afraid today, though, and I've used this illustration before, but we like to use the Bible and prayer like a fire extinguisher. You know, set it over on the shelf, have it handy. When we need it, we'll use it. We hope we don't ever need it. But if we do, we grab it and we pray and we read the Bible and we, and God sees us through that emergency and maybe when it's over, you have to recharge a fire extinguisher if you ever uh, discharge one and you have to take it and have it recharged or throw it away and buy a new one, you know. So we go to church and we read our Bible more regularly and we pray more and we kind of charge up our fire extinguisher and then the next thing you know, we kind of slip and we don't do our Bible reading as often and we don't pray as often and the next thing you know, it's sitting over on the shelf again waiting for the next tragedy when we need it again. That's not the way God intended. Yes, he's there. If you've got a tragedy, you can turn to him and he is there. But God intends for us to daily be praying, to be reading his word, to be seeking his will, and allow him to guide us and to show us. Uh, so let's make sure we're doing that. Another way that God speaks is through prayer. We're talking about scripture a second ago, also through prayer. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Did you hear that? This is God speaking to us today. He says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. What a promise. God says, call to me. I'll answer you. Now, does he always answer the way we want him to? No, God knows what's best, and that's hard. But God says, call to me, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and unsearchable things. Great and unbelievable things. I will tell you another verse is Matthew 7 7 you know this one ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you if you're here today and you're saying God doesn't speak to me I don't know what God's will is well are you praying are you reading his word you know God will speak to us but are we listening the Bible is full of times when people prayed and God spoke to them. 
We could spend all day again just looking at those times when God, people in the Bible prayed and God answered and spoke to them. Here's a few. You remember Abraham when he took Isaac? God spoke to him and said, take Isaac and sacrifice him. Abraham said, okay. He got up there and he got ready and he prayed and God told him to stop. There was that ram over there caught in the bushes, you know. Abraham prayed and God spoke to him. Remember Moses prayed? God planned to destroy the children of Israel after the golden calf image. After Moses came down the first time with the Ten Commandments and they were worshiping the golden calf, God told Moses he was going to destroy them all. And Moses prayed and asked God not to, and he didn't. Moses prayed for the children of Israel. Daniel, of course, was praying in the lion's den. And God closed the mouth of the lion's. And nothing happened. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace prayed and God watched over them. To the point that when they came out of the fire, it said they didn't even smell like smoke. Their clothes did not even have the scent of smoke on them. Much less them get burned or hurt or anything. Jonah ran from God, ended up in the belly of a fish and he prayed and God rescued him Peter was thrown into prison and the church was gathered together and praying for him and he was miraculously set free and he knocked on the door and one of the servant girls went to the door you remember and came back and said Peter's at the door and they're like no he's not he's in prison we're praying for him you know how often do we do that? We pray to God and ask God to do something and God does and we go, no, that's not right. We don't believe it actually is going to happen. But it did. They prayed and God rescued Peter. And those are but a few. But I'm here today to tell you, and I think this is an area maybe that we struggle with is, yeah, that was in the Bible though. Those people were holy. Those people were righteous. Well, guess what? It's the same God that we pray to today. The same God that led the people who wrote these words and that gave them the words to say and put this Bible together the way it is. The same God that created Adam and Eve in the garden and was there with Abraham and Moses and Daniel and Jonah and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and the Peter. The same God is here today. We pray to the same one. He's not changed. He's the same. And we can trust and believe that if we pray today, he will hear us and he will answer. Of course, as has been said, and that's a whole other study, but God can say yes and do what we ask him to do. But God can also say no. I'm not going to do what you asked me to do or what you prayed for because that's not in your best will. And sometimes God says, wait. He doesn't say yes. He doesn't say no. He just says, wait. Keep praying. 
and we'll see. Another way that God speaks is through his son, Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 1, first two verses says, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. Yeah, God spoke in the past. The writer of Hebrews is saying, he spoke to the prophets of old in various ways, Moses through a burning bush and all kind of different ways that he spoke back then. But today, it says, he has spoken to us by his son. That's why it's so important, I believe, not that we spend all of our time studying uh, the Gospels, but I think we should spend a lot of our time studying the Gospels so that we can learn as much as we can about Jesus. Because Jesus was the perfect example. We can learn through Jesus' character. You remember the little bracelets that teens were wearing? It's been probably 20 years or more ago now. The WWJD, and you still see it occasionally. What would Jesus do? You know? That's pretty good theology, you know. If you get into a bind and you get into a problem or a situation and you're trying to decide what to do, what would Jesus do in this situation? It's hard to go wrong if you're following what he would do. We can also learn through Jesus' sacrifice. Look at what he gave for us. Does he ask us to sacrifice today? Yes. But he does not ask us to sacrifice anywhere near what he sacrificed. We can also learn through his love, as Gay this morning was talking about. We can't measure God's love. You know? It is immeasurable. Study and learn and see how God loved. And God can speak to us through all these ways. So how is God speaking today? How is he speaking to you? Where are you today in your walk with him? Has he spoken to you this week? Has he spoken to you maybe through history or nature, your conscience, other people, the Bible? prayer or through Jesus Christ is God speaking to you right now is there some decision that he wants you to make maybe you're here this morning and you say I'm not a Christian I've never accepted Christ I don't know what it means to be a Christian maybe God's speaking to you today saying I want you to become a Christian I want you to accept my son Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior maybe you need to come today and become a child of God or maybe you're here and you've been hearing God talk to you but you've been ignoring him you're, you're not following him you're doing your own thing 
Well, today you surrender to him and do what he's asked you to do and recommit your life to him. Maybe he's been speaking to you about some area of service, something he wants you to do, or somebody he wants you to speak to, to go and share Christ with. Uh, and you've been refusing to serve him and do that. Will you today agree with his will for your life and commit to serve wherever he's calling you to serve? Whatever that may be. If God is speaking to you today, this is your chance to respond. Come as he leads you to come, or you can respond right there where you, in the pew where you are. We're going to stand together. We're going to sing hymn number 428. Speak to my heart. Is God speaking to your heart today? If so, come in response to him today.